focusing on pump. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! The tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm great. Great. I'm Sandy. My name is Matt. This is episode Trace Number of the Hot Box. Three. Welcome. Yay. You guys can always watch these live at hotboxpodcast.com slash live every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Pacific. <laughs> I had to think about that for a sec. Uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, of course. 8 o'clock mountain. Montana time. Montana. MST is Montana time, 8 o'clock, of course. 406-204-4687 is the number. And you can go to that live page when the show is not live and watch a rerun of the latest episode of HerCam. So. Word. Hope you are well. Thank you for joining us, of course. We're on iTunes. You can write us reviews and all that cool stuff if you want. If not, you know. You know how I feel about iTunes. I don't have to say that. So. Lots of uh, good stuff happened this week. What should we start off with? Well, first off, I would like to just throw a little bit. We talked about Mark Emery a little bit in the uh, first episode. Yep. He was deported to the United States for selling seeds. I had asked you to try and figure out what his phone number was so we could call him on the show. Did you Did I, you figure it out? I got his address. In, That'll work. In the prison he is in, in Washington. And actually, they are encouraging people to send him mail. Do really? not discuss illegal activities if and, you're a patient you can talk about that right and probably don't send him seeds right and probably. don't send pictures of plants or of you know you smoking or anything but they encourage sending him mail but right now he's in solitary confinement whoa because his wife recorded a little phone conversation between the two of them and apparently he didn't know that wasn't allowed Really? So, yeah. Between she recorded a conversation between her and herself him. and her, her husband. husband. Yes. Did her husband say that was okay to be recorded? Like as long as one party accepts, I'm right? I'm assuming they were both okay with it. It's Washington that was not okay oh, with it. Oh, so maybe the prison. Right. Is it is it different laws in prison uh, than out? I think it depends on which prison you're in. I would <laughs> love to get my hands on that recording. Does she have it? Could, would she hook it up to put it out I, there? Possibly. We could probably try and track it down, I'm sure, because he's trying to do a, a cast from uh, his prison, but with being really? in solitary confinement, he can't really do it right now. Right. He would have to probably smuggle in uh, some electronics of, of some sort Word. and probably a power generator. Yeah, something. He'd have to get a bunch of stuff together. Um. So that's kind of going on. I do have his address. If anybody is interested in sending Mr. Mark a little piece of mail, just email us info at hotboxpodcast.com and I will get you that address. And we can also put it up in the show notes yes. for this episode yes. at hotboxpodcast.com, of course. I will do that. It was just, it's a very long address. I don't know if anybody's ever written to anyone in prison. But it's a long address, and I could not commit it to memory. And unfortunately, I didn't think of grabbing it before is, I sat down. Is CB4 
in any part of that address? I, I actually think so. Oh god, that would be so awesome. <laughs> I think that there's a there's like a bunch of letters and numbers and like blocks locked down in and Chino like, and CB4. All this stuff. <laughs> And you have to send it, and then they they um, read everything right. before it's he all, gets it. It's all screened. You do, right. do you think he's there, and he's like, can you just read it out loud then? I mean, you know, if you're reading it already, I might as well get to listen you're like, to it. like, is it story hour yet? Yeah, no kidding. That'd be <laughs> I know, great. it's kind of rude that they so, do something like out that. out of all the things for him to get sent to solitary for, it was something that I never would have seen coming. Like, yeah. I would have expected... Him to maybe mouth off or, you know, be him, you know. He, but he smuggled in a joint. Right. And he's making a point by lighting up in the fuck in the yeah. uh, thing, you know, and I recording a conversation, really? With his wife. We're recording a conversation right now. Ooh. I'm recording a conversation with somebody else's wife. Ooh. <laughs> I guess like I like I said, jail has different rules. That seems kind of silly though. Like I'm do you think it's because of the content of the conversation? Like, do you um, think if it was just some regular, sh- I love you, I miss you, it would have been just fine, but maybe they said something about something that everyone was like, whoa. The notice she sent out on MySpace said that it was because um, the prison wasn't notified they were recording the conversation and they didn't okay it. Really? Through the proper channels. So oh, okay. I'm assuming so, that they're they're considering it a media type thing because they probably recorded it with the purpose of airing it somewhere. And so um, that's probably what they're going with is that huh. when you're media, you're supposed to okay it with a warden or whoever's in charge. Right, right. And they didn't do that. They so just, they're just making an example once again and being like, just so everyone knows, this is a no-no. Okay, yeah. arts and crafts will be in an hour. Thank you. Pretty much. So All right. Well, good luck uh, still, Mark. Good, good luck. With yeah. Solitary confinement. Although, right. honestly, if if I would, uh, if I was in jail, I'd want to be in solitary. I think I would just flip out. I would act the fool and be like, "If you don't put me in solitary, I'm gonna keep smearing poop on everyone or something." Uh, I wouldn't survive in jail. I'm would, just saying, it would be scary. I it, would probably want to be in solitary too. What? Yes, caller, you're live on the hot box. What's happening? That's you, caller. Go. Okay, well, maybe if you guys also want to call in, same as with leaving messages, but this time when we say whatever I just said, then you say things. Speak. That's how that works. And if you could do me a solid, don't have the live feed blaring in the background. Just a little pet peeve of mine. It's so. hard to listen to both anyways. All I've right. tried. Well, before we begin, we got a couple of emails we uh, would like to go through. But f- before that, what is this pamphlet that's been circulating around our children's schools? Please oh. tell me about this. Holy cow. This is going to be one big old subject. Here we go. So um, there is a neat little group out there that has decided that children need to be protected and they're taking it on themselves to do that. Protected from like child molesters and, you know, child slave labor, um, poison in the Halloween candy. I fully agree. Protected from me. From you. and, And people like me. For real? From marijuana people. Oh, really? 
Yes. Out of all the things in the world to protect your kids from, it's this. This is, you ever heard of that phrase, choose your battles? This is the battle you're choosing, really? <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. Seriously. The safe community for safe kids actually sent home a newsletter to about 300 little children in Billings. About what the, grades are we talking here? Um, I'm not 100% what grades, but I mean, 300 children, I'm assuming it's going to be at least, you know, kindergarten through 6th, 7th, or 8th. Right, okay. You know? And this was in Billings, in Montana. In the Billings huh? area, yeah. Actually, it, it's a nice big old flyer. We can get a copy of it that we'll put in the show notes or have a link to it. But it says, you know, public awareness, the medical marijuana crisis. On May 18th, Billings City Council voted to place a six-month moratorium on all medical marijuana businesses. Right. In I remember that. Yeah. In 2004, an initiative was placed on the Montana ballot to legalize medical marijuana. All but a few dollars of the funding that was poured into advertising to sway us to vote in favor of this initiative came from out of state. And they, of course, don't put where they got any of this information. It's just printed and handed out. Well, in any way, when any bills get written, where does the funding come from? It comes from all over the place. So what's is that what they're hanging on to? Well, their point is it. okay. Their I don't point, like politics, so their <laughs> point is that it was a is a medical mar or it's a marijuana pol the marijuana policy project the MPP right. They're an out of state group. Right, that we works used to for, read their email alerts every now and then on right. our other podcasts. Right, it's good and stuff. So, They're good people. They're like really smart, really good focused people yeah. for sure. And so they donated uh, apparently five hundred and fifty five thousand dollars to help. The initiative for medical marijuana in Montana. Montana Connect says they are a Mormon group. MPP is or this no, safe no, the, the safe community okay. safe. I was kids. gonna say you just scared me. <laughs> that would be terrible. I couldn't. I don't think I could handle that. Um, it says that um, the MPP in the newsletter. It says that the the MPP launched a huge statewide campaign leaking marijuana with compassion. <gasps> oh, no. oh no! Stop being nice. Hey, are you being nice? Stop that. This that is a society. Is not right. This is a society built on war and terror. We you don't want our kids nice. raised like that at all. Stop being nice. Uh. We will have no compassion here. Are you serious? That's. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, their second oh, wow. point. Their second point. Not knowing that the active ingredient in marijuana THC was already available by prescription and out of concern for those in chronic pain, Montana voted for the initiative. So basically, they're saying nobody told us Marinol was out there, or else we wouldn't have voted for this, or Do other people wouldn't have voted for this. There's a reason but why no one told you Marinol was out there because, because it only it's garbage. It only contains THC. Right. There's a there hundreds of cannabinoids in marijuana that all work together to do great and miraculous things. Marinol is overpriced under what? Under dose? I don't know. Under cannabinoided junk. It will, and it, it's defeating a main purpose. I mean, I personally prefer medical marijuana because I don't like the pharmaceutical companies. That too. And along with the fact that I believe in, in marijuana and its benefits, right. right? I don't believe in, in creating a synthetic to something that nature's already done like better exactly. than your crappy synthetic analog. Well, 
Well, and then they don't even look at the fact that it's not just, okay, it's not just the THC, but it's also not just the way you ingest it. Right. I have patients that ingest it in a wide variety of ways because it affects them in different ways. When you eat it, it affects you a little bit differently than when you smoke it. And even different strains, too. Exactly. So, Marinol, what's, what strain is that exactly? Oh, it's Government. It's government synthetic? Cool. Something like crack, also government synthetic, right on. Heroin, also cool. Thanks, yeah. guys. I mean, and and Dbud one three six nine even points out that a major reaction is anxiety, and that's usually from too much THC. Without other cannabinoids leveling out, your you, when your THC levels get that high, that is a possible effect from it. I you, mean, you get paranoid when you smoke sometimes, but this is like way over the top. Honestly, though, do you think if everyone wasn't scared of getting put in jail, anyone would be paranoid when they smoked? I don't think that's a byproduct of getting high i think that's you get high and you think about stuff and one of the things you happen to think about is i could go to jail for smoking this plant which is just silly so i think that you know feeds the paranoia well you know i think that i'm i'm all for protecting our kids i think the main thing that maybe we should protect our kids from is ignorance Right, right. I think that right there is a huge, you know, problem with today's youth. Well, and, and it's you're you're informing them about something that's actually helpful, but you're doing it the wrong way. You're you're going in with a bias, a negative bias towards the plant. Like you're not like, here's the facts, figure it out for yourself. I'll help you along the way. You're like this stuff is bad. And you're not going to do it. And if you do, you're grounded. And that's that. You know, I I have children. And I consider myself a really good mom because my kids do not go without. Right. My children are taken care of. And my children, I mean, yeah, I'm their mom. So I'm going to say that they're smart and good kids and everything. But I think that they are. And I am a medical marijuana patient. Right. Yes, caller. You're live on the Hotbox podcast. What's up? Hey, Matt, Sally, it's Red Fox. <laughs> What's going on, Anne? Hello. How's it going? Hey, hey, listen, guys, I, I, I actually have a question right now. What you're talking about it affects me. I have anxiety issues, and I get more anxious when I smoke marijuana. Can you explain why I get so anxious when I smoke marijuana? Well, that could possibly be from just getting too much THC in your system at one time. Are you worried about getting busted when you're doing it, Amham? <laughs> that too. No, 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 not at all, not okay. at all. But you know, when, when when I smoke right now, I'm I'm turning forty, and uh, I've smoked grass uh, quite a bit in my younger years. But now when I smoke, I just want to hide under the table. Well, you know, you know, it's not happened? it's not for everybody. When I when I used to do yeah, other things, it would make me want to hide under the table. But, well, you know. and I've had some people say they feel like that when they smoke, and I actually encourage them to try like some small edibles instead. Yeah, get it in differently. Yeah, try ingesting it because it does affect you a little bit differently, and it may just be enough of a calming effect to not increase the anxiety. Well, there you go, Amham. You can either eat it, or if that doesn't work, you can try booty bumping it. And if you don't know what that is, email me, and I will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for the call, man. Holla. So, um, 
Yeah, that's messed up that they're doing that. And I did some show notes the other day, and I wrote about this uh, survey I found that shows one in five U.S. high school students are abusing the uh, prescription drugs, mm-hmm. not the marijuana, the the pills, uh, the Ritalin, the Xanax, all that stuff. And they said that the survey questioned 16,000 teens and found that 20.2% have taken prescription drugs, such as what I named off there. And they're, you know, do you want that or do you want this? Or, I mean, I, I get maybe nothing is better, but well, if I'm, it's one or the other. They, they I think it, it's obvious that they're just doing this on a total moral, their own moral standpoint. Kids right? are going to do stuff and that's how it is. <laughs> but they're not thinking about the fact that I don't want my son to possibly not get a college scholarship because he got busted with a joint. Right. Or perhaps if your son was a, uh, oh, I don't know, Olympic world-class swimmer, maybe, and maybe a picture came out with him with a bong, and maybe all of his uh, endorsements went bye bye you know, I would hate that. That would devastate you, you know? Well, it's so silly. And so this group has decided that they are going to speak out against marijuana. You know what this is kind of like? If a school sent your child home with some religious content and you weren't maybe maybe you were trying to save them from having to go through the whole rigmarole of the religious content and maybe you didn't want that person individually to be the first person to introduce your child to that this is kind of the same thing it's a belief basically you're not you know well and see there were several parents who spoke out against it Good. but from my they understanding should. one of our uh, Lee Enterprises up here the media people they right. actually didn't represent it in a very good way to where it came across that there were upset parents about this yeah I would have been extremely upset absolutely I would have gone into that school and really made it known that you are not allowed to you're not allowed to push that kind of stuff on my child because you're not allowed to push uh, religious stuff on my child right. at mean, all. If, we, if you want to treat it like that, we'll treat it like that. I mean, I guess it's like, it's what, medical? So you're not going around saying your kid has ADD. Well, That's the parent's choice. It to- came across very much as a, you know, hey, kids, marijuana is still bad, even if it's medical. Don't believe your parents. Yeah, if they're doing it, crazy. tell us. That's you know, indoctrin- it's dangerous. Tell us. Yeah, that's totally indoctrinating your children into the, your belief system. Uh, D-Bud says average age of medical cardholders in Montana is 41. Yeah, that's, Word. that's true. So that's what I'm saying. Like, something had to have happened for them to send this home with the kids. Like, is it just, like, complete and utter chaos? All the all the little fifth graders are in there just, like, smoking weed? No, it's What's, just these... What started it? It's the two parents. Well, I mean, God started it. He well, grew a plant. <laughs> right, right. Apparently, that's what I was told it all started. I mean, it's I mean, these, the, the flyers. What started that? Like, there had to have been a... It's because you know, of the moratorium, the fire bombs, the, 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 the places getting closed down. Th- this is the group that actually is trying to repeal the initiative it's before the attorney state general right now montana connect says the billings gazette yeah (laughs) is this a major media funded um story here (laughs) well they sure don't act like they have a problem with it or that they're you know going to you know tell both sides of the story yeah if anything have an assembly have both sides there giving the facts not biased opinion 
and be done with it. Here's, here's, we're teaching. That's what we do. We're a school. Let's teach on this. Okay. So here it is. What do you think? You know, the the thing that really, really perturbed me about it is they felt that it was okay to send that flyer home with people. But if I were there and I sent a flyer home about all of the benefits of medical marijuana, I would have parents burning my house down. Yeah, and you know that. I would get shot for doing something like that. We'd have to get us both body doubles. Yeah, but it's totally okay for them to do it. Right. You know, so it's like, thanks no good. a lot. No good. But it's just another example of how, you know, they're using fear to move things along. This group is coming out. They've got a website. If anybody wants to speak out against them trying to repeal the initiative, Send a 25 to 50 word impact statement to contact dog at mt.gov. I'll put that in the show notes. Yep. At hotboxpodcast.com. Right. Um, there's some comments here I kind of wanted to read real quick. Uh, we posted a link in the in the live chat here to the actual flyer. It's uh, from Montana Connect's Facebook page. And I just wanted to, you know, mention a few of these. One, one says, this had old, has old figures. How old is it? Uh, yep, old figures causing new harm. Educate your children, but give them the correct education. Telling them that patients meander out high after vaping at dispensaries is flat wrong and clearly intended to scare. Makes me sick. Um, this is wrong on so many levels. Write letters to the editor of Billings Gazette. Hmm, it's like they know they can get their letters to the editor published, whereas the editor of the Gazette isn't interested in both sides. Interesting, huh? Uh, it's interesting that they won't point out that specific publication. There are many newspapers around Montana. I bet this editor does know them after his repeated weird behavior over the phone. Sounds like she uh, called him up. That's pretty awesome. Uh-huh. Um, Cinda says, sounds like stuff my dad would have loved back in the 60s and 70s. He wanted us drug-crazed dope smokers locked up and managed to get my brother institutionalized. That's so sad. Like, lives ruined because you reacted poorly and put me in this crazy institution because I smoke weed and I was doing just fine smoking it, but now I'm crazy because I'm in an institution. Thanks, Mom. Yeah, right? Crazy, right? I hope that that eventually, like, <laughs> I'm hoping that people from our generation, when their kids, like, actually they find out they're smoking weed, it turns into just a bunch of parents going, oh, thank God. Right? Instead of, oh, no, we've got to get you to drug rehab now. Oh, no, you're, you're, your life's ruined. You know, I mean, uh, my kids, if they end up in rehab, it's for an actual drug problem. Right. Something that, you know, makes them sick when they stop doing it. Yeah. Like opiates or something. Anything else like that. (laughs) We should do that experiment. You want research? We'll do it. I'll stop smoking next, you know, whenever the, the month starts for a month and I'll show you. I'm not sick. Look, fine. Agitated, but I'm fine. You can see it <laughs> on that movie Super High Me with Doug Benson. Yeah, they've done. I mean, how many times does it need to be replicated before you're like, "Oh, right, we get it." Sorry. He we'll, even uh, proved that your sperm count won't go down. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> we could do them one better, and I could totally. I saw a documentary like this actually, but I could totally just get hooked back on oxys and heroin for like 30 months or 30 days 30 months 30 years <laughs> the rest of my life and then i'll stop doing it and you guys can see what a mess i am on the show It'll be i great. vote no dana will really appreciate that. i vote no and nobody tell her he said that <laughs> <laughs> right so that's that's messed up yeah for i mean for so many reasons don't send negative propaganda home with my kids 
You know? Well, and then if anybody has nice. a chance, you need to see their website. We're gonna we're gonna post a link to it. Yeah, they have but, all these questions like, what is a caregiver? What is the dosage? What is a quality medicine? What is marijuana's real medical use? And then they have all of these, of course, biased people reading off, like, cue cards and having basically the, the person who's running this whole thing whisper in their ear, like, say this, thanks. And then just totally saying so much but not saying a word like well, it's like nothing it's you so can sad. see them sitting there going okay what was i what was i supposed to say um um oh yeah that's right and then they're remembering their lines it's crazy people that have nothing you're the president of the elks club what do you have to do with weed like what is I what know. is this and I he's the one get... talking about dosage yeah right okay doctor you're a doctor, right? I, I mean, you have your, your certificate on the wall. What? Right, doctor? Okay. That's so retarded. I'm sorry, but come on, guys. They have a video for each one of these questions, So though. we could do that. We, could, we should do that. We should take all of their questions and then have people that we know answer them. Word. Let's do it. I'm down okay. for it. There's our next project. All right. Good. So... We'll put links to all that stuff in the show notes, hotboxpodcast.com, of course. Um, so, yeah, we got some emails from listeners. Of course, there's a contact form on the About Us page at the site, or you can just email info at hotboxpodcast.com. We'll do our best to answer your questions. The first one, hey, Matt and Sandy, I like the show so far. It's really cool to hear about the current situation in Montana from people who are directly involved in the movement. Uh, being from the Wisconsin-Illinois border, where weed is not yet available medicinally, I would be very interested in hearing about how exactly the system works in Montana. Uh, how does someone go about getting a medicinal marijuana card? What type of ailments are covered? All that stuff. And uh, yeah, he just asked a few questions here. Uh, he says, I'm really grateful for any questions you can answer. All I've seen of the process has been on TV shows like Weeds. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, you could do it that way, I guess, if you were a sexy, middle-aged, suburban housewife widow. Hi. I'm joking. <laughs> but who <laughs> hooks me. up with a Mexican? <laughs> Spoiler alert. He, she hooks up with the president of Mexico. Mexico. Like, really, guys? I like that I'm show. I'm still waiting for that to happen. I know. I'll probably end up not with the yet. president of Canada. Your husband is not the the president of, of Mexico? No, he's okay. the president of our house. Nice. Yeah. Uh, there really isn't a ton of information on the basic day-to-day goings-on that I've found. Of course, I understand these are things you cannot talk about on air. We can talk about anything on air. We have Hotbox Corporate. They gave us the full green light, if you know what I mean. I'm totally chill with it. Uh, yeah, peace and love. What the shit? Lovely names. So, how to get your card. It's pretty uh, cut and dry process, right? It can be as long as you do it the... Proper channels? Yeah. I wouldn't recommend going to a um, traveling show. Um, the sideshow circus? I, I would not recommend of that. Of hacky sack and what frisbee? <laughs> so ever. Um, I would actually uh, maybe check around with a couple caregivers if you know anybody or clinics you, in your area. So you, if let's say I don't have my card, can I just roll into a caregiver shop and ask for information to get my card? Yes. Okay. Actually, I encourage So you can people, do that. I encourage people to ask me questions, even if they're not my, they're my patient or anything. I want them to ask me so they get 
good information. Right. Is the law in that different state to state? It is. is It is different state to state. If you're not in Montana, maybe check with your, you know. Yes. Local normal group. They will. They would probably send you in the right direction, right? Right. They would. And it's. And I think every state has a normal chapter. If anything, you can go to norml dot org, and they'll be able to search by your state. Yeah. Um, but for Montana, you want it, you, you have to have a physician's recommendation, which is pretty right. much the same across the board. Right. It's just the amount of time that's good for varies state to state in Montana. That's, it's good for a year. Okay. And that, and then you have to get renewed every right. year. You get another checkup or whatever. Yeah. You renews. go see your doctor. Okay. He asks, what type of ailments are covered and what should someone avoid saying to the doctor? I can answer the second part of that. Let's probably try and not just roll into the doc's office and be like, so I just want to smoke weed and not get in trouble. Is that cool? Like, don't do that. Don't be an idiot. Just go in there. Be honest with them. It's your doctor. There is uh, doctor-patient confidentiality, so you can go in there and, you know. Right. Tell them where it hurts. Exactly. And, I mean, by, by Montana law, in Initiative 148, um, debilitating medical conditions are cancer, glaucoma, positive status for human human immunodeficiency virus, HIV, the HIV, right, yeah. right. Um, acquired immune deficiency syndrome, AIDS, right. Um, the AIDS, also known as the HIV. What the chronic, HIV causes? Chronic, chronic debilitating disease or medical condition for caxia or wasting syndrome, severe chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including but not limited to seizures caused by epilepsy. Um, severe or pers- persistent muscle spasms, including but not limited to spasms called by multiple sclerosis or Crohn's disease. Right. Or any other medical condition or treatment for a medical condition adopted by department. Um, adopted by the department by rule, which is just basically the ones that were just listed. Right. So you can't go in there being like, I have a cold. I need weed. I have a chronic cough. Right. Ha, 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 ha. I need weed. But, you know, if you have a sore back, if you have trouble sleeping at night, all, you know, legitimate well, reasons. Well, and you can have it for several reasons. Right. I I am a patient. Add them up. And I have it for several reasons, one of which being I have a disorder in my bones where my joints are actually, you know, they're disintegrating, basically. Really? Yeah. And so I'm not allowed to run or play sports, and I haven't been able to since seventh grade. Oh, wow. And my right knee is the worst part, and it's constantly aching and hurting. And I've, I've complained to the doctor since seventh grade, my entire life, how much it hurts. I have documentation of that. And so my doctor was very comfortable signing for that. It's documentation that. Right on. I, I'm sorry. I saw a comment about topless with a headband and I was like, ah, oh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> word to that. <laughs> that would be me. Um, anyways. <laughs> So I got my card for that and several other reasons, too. But you, you want to talk to your doctor. If your doctor's not comfortable, usually someone can let you know which doctor would be comfortable right. with signing for it. Right, because, yeah, definitely keep in mind there's still a lot of negative propaganda and not all doctors, even though it's, you know, harmless and we all know that, still not all doctors are going to be cool with it. And if, you know, if you get shot down the first couple times... Find one that's cool with it. Well, you know? and I mean, don't just walk into your doctor's office and just say, hey, I want to smoke weed. Exactly. You know, exactly. It, it, especially your family doctor. 
I mean, that's the person that you'll probably scare the fastest if you walk in there and say that, unless you've been kind of, you if know. If you know yeah. that they are cool. If not, it might be awkward for you the rest and of your you know, they can't get in trouble for it unless they sign for you to get your card and you're not eligible. Right. That's the only way they'll get in trouble. Some doctors think that if they sign for it now and then all of a sudden one day they they take it back and they say, never mind, you can't right. have it. They're going to lose They're their license. Get in trouble. And that's yeah. not the case. No, Come that's on. not the case at all. That's like almost as silly as our mayor being like, no, if we support this, oh no. We're going to lose all our government funding. We won't be able to finish the bypass. Oh, no. Yeah. So silly. And I mean, they're always changing the different things that the state does recognize um, during voting. You know, they try to introduce legislation, which today Montana was, you know, today was the big was an election. Right. And normal always has their voters guide posted to let you know who to vote to help with the marijuana movement. Does that mean that all of their uh, highway and roadway littering with all of their vote for me? No, screw him. Vote for me. All those signs will be disappearing soon. I hope so. I hate that. It's so annoying. So I annoying. Know, I uh, know. Burger says, why is it only certain doctors will sign for the cards? Because it, it honestly, it's up to the doctor. They don't have to sign Some for Some of it. them have personal bias right. from maybe how they were raised still. Some of, you got to remember, doctors generally are older generation so they came from that reefer madness generation they were studying so they were the ones probably hit with that propaganda the most if you're medical school that the government comes in is like so uh we have this new plan totally horrible makes you crazy makes you rape makes you do this and they're all you know like oh okay well we'll get the word out and that's well and they also know it it's not just that fear it's also um the pharmaceutical side of it if there's less pharmaceuticals being used they're making less money because a lot of a doctor's salary comes from sponsoring right these pharmaceutical medications all right. If it's easy for someone to just grow their medicine at home and then smoke it and be okay, they're gonna be like, "No, don't, don't recommend pot. Recommend our drugs. Our drugs make you money." Right. <laughs> That's messed exactly. up. Because you can't. You can fight a lot of things in this world. Money is not one of them. No. If, if they're, yeah, dude, that, that is not a battle you And you'll there win. are some doctors out there that feel very strongly against it. I mean, way, way. I had a woman come to me who was just crying. She asked her doctor to sign a note for her. He said he wasn't comfortable. It ruined the whole relationship, didn't it? Well, he said he wasn't comfortable signing it, but he said, well, wait, I'll give you something to take to a doctor so that they can sign for it. He huh. offered to write up basically, um... Basically, like a like a referral, right, say. right, to another doctor right. that will sign for it. But that's when all she right, got but... it, but when she got it, that's not what he did. Oh, he basically said he didn't think she needed medical marijuana, but it's up oh. to another doctor, and so really? he's leaving it on the other doctor. But well. the psoriasis in her liver isn't as bad as she makes it sound. Oh well, God and, bless. And the the arthritis pain that she has isn't so bad now that she started the pharmaceutical medication no matter what she says she's still in the beginning stages of it she needs to let it get in her system wow. i mean this doctor was so we blatantly... need to get her good and addicted 
it first. I I brought her in to see my doctor at my clinic. Good. She was she was fine. I I helped her out. But I mean, there are doctors out there that are doing those backhanded, twisted things. Yep. Because they think that that's the easiest way to protect people. That's no good. So uh, I think that about covers it. Um, I guess no. There was one last question. How hard is it to get a card if you just want to smoke pot legally? Uh, you, you're not gonna get it if that's your reason, right? So there, really easy. There you Next go. Next one. Hi, Sandy and Matt. I've been enjoying the podcast since I first heard of it on Matt's Jam Hole Show. My wife and I have started smoking for fun, and it helps my wife with the crazies. We all know a woman <laughs> who suffers from a severe case of the crazies. Uh, you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Uh, we're ready to start growing for our own use and hope, and I hope y'all start with the how-tos soon. Uh we could definitely do that. I'm thinking we, there's a lot of like legislation stuff right now that we kind of want to cover, and we kind of want to set the stage of this show being focused a little bit more on that than about you know how to grow. There's a lot of grow shows and that kind of stuff out there, so we yeah. kind of wanted to be a little more serious. But of course, you know we're not going to do that forever. So yeah, I, I, mean, I think a quick how to, like maybe a two episode long. Yeah, we can week. cover things, and I think that you know if we'll interview. A, you know, people that are doing it and they can give you tips themselves. That was the definitely, plan, so. definitely. We can bring some people in and then we can always talk about little things. You yeah. Know, yeah. Here and there. Definitely. Throughout, you know, the course of this podcast, you can always just email if there's something specific or just something you want to know. So I uh, think it would be neat to do at least one show where we kind of, you know, did a little bit of, you know, just just to kind of walk people through. Yeah, the for process. sure. That'd be cool. Uh, he says, I hope you don't mind a little feedback. Well, I do, so so much for that. Um, <laughs> I, no, I, I like podcasts that have some structure to them, like Distorted View. Good show. Uh, really explicit. I'm just going to say that right now. <laughs> <laughs> listen at your own risk for real, like even worse than the jam hole. Uh, I listen to another show on the Brewing Network called The Sunday Session. You ever listen to that? Um, I think I did, but it's been a while. Yeah, I've never, I, don't, I haven't really, the one, uh, Marijuana Radio is the only one I really checked out, and I didn't really, it wasn't my thing, so. Too many, too many podcasts to listen to, not enough hours in a day. Yeah. Uh, I think they're doing what you are aspiring to be, a fun and informative show where everyone gets effed up by the end of the show. See what I did there? I You censored yourself. I did, look Good at that. job. Thank you. Mental Thank you high very five. Much. <laughs> Thank you. Very much. It's been a long, hard road out of hell. I'll tell you what. Uh, yeah, thank you again for the show. You guys are awesome. Cheers, uh, Ray. Yay. So, yay. Thank you. Thank you for that. All right. Well, uh, we got a few news stories here to get to. So you want to talk about the first one here about the cannabis caravan fueling the medical marijuana boom in Montana here? You just want to get me started on him again, I do. don't you? I enjoy that a lot. I really do. It's, it's entertaining. Uh, so, Jason was in Helena. <laughs> if anybody doesn't know who is that Jason is. Is Jason listening to this show? Because he should. Jason, listen up. Calm down, buddy. We know. We get it. You're big. Okay? Calm down. You're not helping. I, I don't think he's going to listen, though. He doesn't really? listen to anybody. He should listen to his mother, at least. Right? Uh... Does he have a mom? I don't know. I don't Does know him. Does Chris have a mom? Can we have him on the show? I'll call Who's him up. Who's his mother, Mary? Let's call him up. 
406-204-4687. Tell him to call me. They ha- they took Montana Caregivers Network used to have contact information on their website and they took it down. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder why. Hey, don't be scared. It's all love. Hmm. So basically, um, of course, they had to play the Bob Marley music. Set the stage as Bob Marley music wailed in the next room. Wanky wank. The makeshift clinic hummed along like an assembly line. Manufacturing what, you might ask? Not Ford or Chevrolet vehicles. Crazy madness. Marijuana patient. You are working on an assembly line of madness. That's that's very vivid writing, Mr. Matt Voltz of the AP. Thank you for that. Yeah, good good job. Way to, you know, set the stage on that. Patients went in to see a doctor, paid $150, and walked out with... With... Uh, a signed physician's recommendation that they're going to mail into the state to receive a card that allows them to purchase and use medical marijuana. Thus answering the earlier question of our listener, how easy is it to get? So, But they actually worded it totally different, of right. course, to make it sound horrible the way they wanted this it to sound. This isn't easy and convenient. This is a shady makeshift clinic humming along like an assembly. Are you serious? I know. Oh, come on. The, you know, they did you hear... The, the way the media does this, it just drives me insane. It's when I crazy, read these right? stories, it's nuts because I want to laugh so hard. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even Vanderslut, the guy that killed the girl in Peru. Yeah. Vandersloot. Right, right. Um, uh, I, I just I read, read the story that. that said that that he said he killed her from smoking pot. Like right before I came over here. Did he really? He Are said you he sure? killed her. He was under the influence of marijuana. Are you sure it wasn't but Peruvian that's what gold? They, that's what they printed because, I mean, they've got to say that it was something. You gotta have a scapegoat. If Jesus H. Christ taught us nothing, let it be that everyone needs a good scapegoat, even dad. Yeah, so so it went all day um, just down from the Capitol. Do you think that was on purpose? Does he do that kind of thing on purpose? Oh, like, he, I, yeah. What is the building the closest to the Capitol that I can rent out to just crank my Bob Marley to wail? Wailing my Bob Marley music, man. I, oh, yeah. He's, Is he I'm a bro? Sh- Is he like, hey, bro? Does he use bro a lot? Uh, no, okay. not that I've heard. That it's bugs just me. a lot of awkward silence occasionally and then really? just loud bursts of insanity. Huh. <laughs> huh. Right on. Kind of like me occasionally. Sounds like my other show. <laughs> yeah, right. Awesome. Um,. So Jason Christ, of course, you know he's got to he's got to make his himself known. He's got to be right down the street from the Capitol, and he's got to have a line of people, a line of people. Um, Chris Group Montana Caregivers Network will take the caravan out of Montana later this month for the first time to go to Michigan. Really? Yes, they're well, going to visit Detroit, Kalamazoo, and Lansing. Hey, Burger, he's coming your way, dude. You should totally go there and be our on-the-spot recorder for the hot box. 
And you know what? That would really, be awesome. It makes me sick that everybody is going to blame this on Montana, too. Do you think that's what they're they're going to show the maps? And it's like, where did this madness originate from? And they'll follow it all, zoom in, Kalispell, Montana. <laughs> well, <laughs> Or Billings, where's he from? I think Billings? he's in Missoula. Missoula, Zootown. Yeah, I think so. And nice. seriously, they are. They're going to blame it on... Because they're not going to say... The, you know, they'll say it's the marijuana caravan, but they'll say Montana right, medical right. marijuana caravan came to their state. Yeah. They're going to add Montana into that. And then I'm never going to want to tell anybody where I'm from ever again. I'm proud of it. We're, we're putting this place on the map. Uh, it says to the dismay of state medical authorities, they are not pleased. Uh, and lawmakers, the caravans have helped the number of pot card holders in Montana swell <laughs> over the. Pa- I'm sorry, that's horrible. <laughs> swell over the past year from about three thousand to fifteen thousand, and these are numbers I've seen before. Like, are these? Yeah, are these it's fairly their favorite. Accurate? It's their favorite number. It's their. You know what, though? Listen to this. I, Honestly, I'm pretty sure it also swelled from one hundred to fifteen thousand. Because right. at one point in time, there was a hundred. And I don't know if we said this oh, before, the past year. but when a business goes from three thousand subscribers to fifteen thousand subscribers, usually people are like, "Nice job, congratulations, you're doing wonderful work." Why is this the What's only your instance? Secret? <laughs> yeah, like people are happy. You're doing good. You're successful. But this. One thing people are like, look how much it's growing. It's bad. It's a cancer. Ah. Like they're so scared of it. Hey, don't be scared. It's cool. They're they're. It's because they we've, don't want to know how many people are actually doing it. But we've been doing it since long before this bill. You just didn't know about it. All of a sudden, now that you know about it, in your mind, we're horrible. We weren't horrible yesterday when you didn't know we did it. Yeah. I mean, well, that's you, retarded. You Come would on. think, but, you know, I mean, it, it did happen quick. It happened fast. Yeah. And I can understand that fear because it so happened So do viral really fast. videos on YouTube. Yeah. Overnight. Yeah. This isn't near that bad. No. Those are millions and millions. I mean, we could get there if, if we wanted. Probably. And I'm sure if they actually found out how many people were smoking, it would be way, way worse. So let's say worst case scenario, they try and shut it down and everyone says no. We're just going to keep doing it. And there's obviously more of us than there are of them. What would they do? Jail for everybody? Really? Well, I mean, Mark Mark Emery's whole point to his thing was to overgrow the government. Right. If there's too much for the government to handle, they're going to give up and walk away. That is good in theory, I think. And so, you know, I think but that I think that shouldn't be our first no try. Like that should we should use that, but let's save that for later just in case. Let's do it, you know, nicely. And then if that doesn't work, we'll you know, do it nicely again. And, you know, if that doesn't work, then maybe. Well, we'll. and everybody needs to remember to stay within their legal boundaries. Right. I mean, I know that it can be hard. And it's slow. But you've got to stay legal. Doing it nicely is a slow, long, painfully horrible, drawn out process. Drowned in paperwork. It's like that Monty Python skit where they're all in the office and the office starts moving. It's just like chaos that's what it's like trying to get anything done nicely and you know legally and all that so 
But that's how it has to happen. It has to happen in order for it to go, but If not, there'll be bloodshed, and that'll be a bad thing, because that's totally not what anybody wants. Right, and Jason Christ, the the big problem with his thing is he's, he's... well, not the biggest problem, but a problem with his thing is he is forcing it to grow too much and people can't keep up with it. And now it's scaring everybody. And he's fueling the headlines that are making all of right. this even more evil. But does you know? he, he thinks it's a good thing. No, no, any kind of uh, publicity is good. He's taking the Mark negative. Emery approach, but he's exactly. twisting it into th- people, not plants. Right, right. You do you know? think he's trying to do that? Like, he's like, Emery's in jail, now's my chance? No, I think he's just being greedy. He's like, oh really? my gosh, I'm going to get as many people to pay me as much money as I possibly can. I'm going to get a bunch of people in one room. I'm going to scare the crap out of the state, and I'm going to constantly shove it in their face that I'm doing it. Yeah, see, that's... I, I have a hard time with that. I mean, you can, you know, talk your poop and do all that, but when you're like... Really blatantly being like, nah, 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 nah. they are going to bite you. And yeah. when the state bites it, I mean, it sucks, but it's not pretty. Well, and the reason why it you makes get lost me, in the system, it makes me angry because when they're going to bite him, I am possible downfall from that bite. Right. Everybody. Yeah. That smokes legally or otherwise will suffer from that. Absolutely. Uh, The board also recently reminded physicians that they must perform thorough examinations, take medical histories, discuss alternative treatments, and monitor patients' response to the cannabis, standards that typically apply when prescribing other medications. So this is, of course, going back to Dr. Cole and the whole, if you're going to do this, document it. Right. So an easy way to do that, go to Best Buy and buy a $100 webcam. And just let that record your sessions. That's all. You can go back and watch the video at a later date if you need it. Here's full documentation. Could you just do that uh, just that to be safe? I think would not. I don't know if that would skate through the privacy thing okay. Then maybe just a voice recorder or just write notes, I guess, right? I write mean, if notes. If that's what they want, just write the dumb notes. I s- lo- look through the little the medical history they bring you. It'll save you. Trust me. Write <laughs> notes about why you saw them and spend more than a couple minutes with them. And if somebody tries to shove someone else in the door, say, I'm not done yet. I exactly. need another minute. Take the time you need and just, you know, do it right. Uh, quote, be on the alert. You are still held to these same standards, said the board's executive director. The roving cannabis caravans appear to be unique to Montana, although mobile marijuana operations have arisen elsewhere. Yeah, we thought of this, right? I let's, know. <laughs> let's rent out a freaking I told you hotel. they're blaming us. That's, I mean, that's cool, I guess. We're known for, you know, being a bunch of pot smokers. I mean, is that cool? That's I, giving the safe family safe kids or whatever the fuck those is, were. Is, uh, beep. beep. Is that what the um It's giving them fuel. And all those people were afraid of. They don't want Montana to be known for pot. They don't want Montana <laughs> the mayor, to be known that? for stuff. That's what the mayor. You know the what? The pot capital. I'm glad that was you and not me. Just real quick. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I feel a lot better. I slipped. You're fantastic. <laughs> Yay. Um, so, yeah, they're just, you know, this is all the same stuff that we've read before. It goes back to after the Obama administration announced last year that it would not prosecute medical marijuana users. The pace of registrations quickened and the people began flocking to the caravans. They're, it's like they're just recycling 
the story. Like, this was the same story when Cole got in trouble. This was the same story the first time they wrote about Chris. This is the same story they said during the firebombing. It's all the same stuff. It's like, because he's got the same show over and over again. He just it tries to scream out a different, you know tagline with it to yeah, get people's it even, attention. It even says uh, here, the Montana Board of Medical Examiners fined Dr. Patricia Cole $2,000, accusing her of practicing substandard care at one of the clinics in Great Falls last year. Yeah, so there, I mean, nothing new has really happened. They're just saying, here's another one, and he's going out of state. So long. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Yay. Well, uh, what's the next story we have here? The Gossip Girl star got in trouble. It's always great. When celebrities get in trouble with drugs, I mean, it's funny. It's like you're in the eye of the public all the time. Well, you know, there's this really funny book called um, I, uh, Pop Culture or Pot Culture. And it actually has pictures of like Charlize Theron. Yeah, a bunch of, of them smoking. Yeah, yeah, and everything. A bunch of them are into it. It's just funny when they get caught because uh-huh. they're usually on other drugs. Also, yeah, it's funny when they come out as being like really about pot. I though. mean, that's good though because we what drives this whole movement is money. So the more celebrities they're in on, the more money that we have to fight these stupid laws people are making. Like usually, yeah. If this local group here to Montana gets a ballot going. Which it will in November, right? They made enough signatures, didn't they? And this gets repealed. Do you know how much money we're going to have to waste to repeal that? Like, it's ridiculous. And it'll just go back and forth because it's split in half pretty much, isn't it? There's no real majority. It's pretty much 50%, 49%, 50%, 51%, you know, right around there. Mm -hmm. Half of us smoke weed. The other half go to church. That's it. You can't, I mean, some people that go to church smoke weed and some people that don't, don't, you know? Yeah. But it's, it, it's even, it, it's silly, but it's good when, you know, people like this, it happens. Uh, he was arrested in Plano, Texas for possession of the weed. Uh, he was arrested just after midnight for possession of... Marijuana under two ounces, a little misdemeanor. And you know, he was, it's great because the, the cops are like, anybody else... And you're, like, freaking out. You're like, how am I going to get bailed? There goes my rent. These stars get popped. They're like, oh, yeah, can we just wait here? I'll have the money right now. Uh, It's done, dude. And they don't hear anything ever about it again. That's it. And half the time, they're probably on the phone with their dealer while this is happening. I'm going to have to come back and get some more. Yeah, hold on. What? Oh, yeah, my last name, it's... um, Crawford. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to need to get some more weed from you. Like, it just got confiscated. Yeah, that's pretty uh, yeah. Am- amusing. So uh, the next story here, this is, I guess, what happens. I don't know. More than 400 of the medical marijuana dispensaries in California are going to close due to a city ordinance. They're enforcing an ordinance. An existing ordinance. So this is like what happened here. They're going to say no in-city limits. And the ones that are there have to close now. Well, no, there's there's like 200 some there's 200 something of them that are allowed to be there. But there is a bunch of them that have to shut down for a couple of reasons. Some of them don't have business licenses at all. Oh, okay. they're not so, even supposed to be operating. Yeah. If you're like we said, if you're going to do this and have a, a legit storefront, 
have it be a legit storefront, you know? Word, yeah. Otherwise, so, you will get shut down. So, That's just life. Yeah, LA is enforcing their, you know, enforcing whether or not these places can be open based on things that are already in place. They just haven't had a chance to enforce it yet, I guess. Right, and now they're doing it, which is weird that they start now because aren't they about to vote on just saying, screw it, we're going to legalize it for everybody over the age of 21 and tax it? Like, that's soon, isn't it? That's coming up. Yeah, they're voting in November to legalize it in California. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's weird that you're going to waste the time and effort and enforce this and then six months later, you're going to say, oh, we're just kidding. Everybody smoke. Anima. Like party time, right? There, you think it'll pass? I think it will. I really do. I think it will. Honestly, I think that um, a especially since Schwarzenegger, <laughs> Governor Schwarzenegger. That was a good idea. But yeah, he's cool. Whatever. It, especially since he started talking about how the money could be useful. I think more and more people are really jumping on I'm it. I'm telling you, dude, it's all about the money. That's crazy. A lot of people. It's a piece of paper. I know. What? Are you Are you serious? It means nothing. And like, you're starting to realize that because you're working your behinds off. And you're not making very much of it. Dollar don't go as far as it used to, did it, Pop? No. I know. As soon as they legalize it, it'll be the domino effect. It's oh, It's just a matter of what order they go in. They'll it's going to be just like say, medical marijuana. Everyone will just be like, screw it. Fine. Everyone smoke. Great. Wonderful. Is that what you want? Good. Uh, so, yeah, they, they put in for at the last minute to stop the city ordinance from going into effect next week, but... The judge indicated that both groups may have a legitimate basis for an injunction at a later date. So he's like, not now, but at a later date, you know, like when we completely legalize it, then you can appeal it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, judge. Appreciate that. Pretty soon. <laughs> um, attorneys for patients using medical marijuana had filed a class action lawsuit against the city last week, contending that the law would unconstitutionally bar patients access to their medicine. And the patients who estimate that more than 100,000 L.A. residents are in their ranks, they got some numbers for real down there. Oh, yeah. And you know what's cool is that people down there can listen to this show and be like, yeah, we're doing it. Watch us. Hey, hey, Hotbox, check us out down here in C.A. We're doing it. We'll show you guys how. We'll show you. Just follow our lead. I need to go there someday. I'm z- I'm Let's sad that I haven't we'll been there. We'll take a hot box trip. We'll do a live show down in L.A. Down in the LBC. Word. <laughs> On the west side. It'll be great. That's so. That's so a lot of people, though. 100,000. Like, what's the population here in the valley? What's the population of the whole state? Is it over? Are we? Is our state bigger than a hundred thousand? I think our state is like two city blocks in LA. We got millions, right? <laughs> At least one. <laughs> That's uh, cool. The, they say all of them uh, suffer from illnesses ranging from anxiety and menopause <laughs> to lupus or AIDS. Uh, in court Friday, attorneys presented a map to the judge that they showed, or that they said showed most dispensary will will have to close if forced to comply with the ordinance. Which prohibits them from being located within 1,000 feet of, quote, sensitive use areas, including but not limited to schools, churches, and parks. You know, those same schools, churches, and parks that your bars are located next to. Yep. Is that fair use or sensitive use? (laughs) Come on. They're, They're trying to let all the patients know. 
You're worse. You're worse than the alcohol. But we'll still let you be here. Right, because, you we know. We just want you a thousand feet from our children. Yeah, exactly. It was 500 feet. You and the pets. Thousand feet at all times. It started out 500 feet, and when they realized how many places got closed, they extended it to a thousand feet. When they realized how good our weed was, they extended it to a thousand feet. It and uh, Montana Connect says we're just under a mil, 950,000. Is that the whole state? That's crazy, I dude. I think so. We're like. <laughs> they have like a quarter of our population just in weed smokers alone. That's awesome. I still remember in grade school how they would talk about what would happen with the United States if something hit us. Montana is always the last place to get hit with something. It's like the safest place to be. Yes, Carl, you're live on the Hotbox podcast. What's happening? Hey, it's MDS. How are you guys doing? Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? Hello. I got. I got a question for Sandy. Uh, the, the only thing I know about dispensaries is from watching the Weeds TV show, and I want to know what what's the difference between a Montana caregiver and a Los Angeles dispensary, if anything. Is, is, are, is a caregiver just the same as a store, or is it something different? Well, in Montana, a caregiver is pretty much the person that you're going to get your medicine from. In California, the laws are a little more lax. You can walk into a dispensary and buy medicine from someone there with your card. In Montana, they don't allow that. You can only get your medicine from either yourself or a person that you have selected as your caregiver. I chose to have my services available in a clinic. So while I can have people come in to ask me questions, kind of see what my clinic looks like, I can only sell medicine to someone who is my patient and the paperwork was submitted to the so state. So it's like a storefront in essence, but the difference in the law is people can just walk into anyone down there and here you have to be affiliated with a specific caregiver. Right. Okay. Does that answer your question? So once you have your so once you have your card, you have to pick one caregiver, and then you have to give them all your business. Well, you can either you can either have yourself <laughs> as your caregiver, which means you're not going well, to buy your medicine from anyone. He's asking, can you change? Like you can change. Yeah, you can change your caregiver after you've selected someone. Montana allows you to change your caregiver. Um, for free. But you need to file the paperwork with them. It's not like you can just walk into anyone. Like, you have to wait until it all is proper. Right. Then, you have right. to. It's kind of a process so that they didn't. They wanted to make sure people couldn't just jump around from person to person. Right. And honestly, when I was on a. At the pain clinic on OxyContins and stuff, like, they kind of want you to do that. They're like, what's the pharmacy you'll be going to the most? And you tell them, and they're like, you don't have to, but we prefer it if you don't end up going to that pharmacy. You let us know, and we'll write it down. And they don't like you because they, they think something's up if you're jumping from pharmacy yeah. to pharmacy, like you're doctor shopping or your pill. You know, you're you're doing something you're not supposed to. So, yeah, and so it's it's kind of in a way it's Montana's way of making sure they know who you're buying your your right from. because say in L.A. they can't just roll into a dispensary and say. Let me see the paperwork for all of your, you know, your clients or your the people you give care to. 
Because people can walk into any of them. Up here, you have to have each one accounted for, right? Well, yeah, because each caregiver can grow six plants for each patient. Exactly. So down there, it's different. They can, you know, right. you can just walk into any of them. And then, and then, you know, I mean, the caregiver, if you change caregivers, they get a notice in the mail that says that we've received paperwork, so-and-so is no longer your patient. You must destroy the six plants. Right. And so, you know, that's one reason uh, why you have to wait to change. What, MDS? Sounds like a crazy uh, set of rules you got there. It It is a little bit, yes. What's it like where you're at? <laughs> you're uh, down in Florida? Uh, I, I don't think we have any of those rules down here. We're, we're a no-rule state. No, oh, they don't have the medical down in Florida yet. Uh-uh. Well, what's no, up with I, I that? Don't, I don't think so. Uh, Florida is very, very strict about their drug laws. They were like Nevada, no tolerance, weren't they? That's no good. Well, we'll work on you guys next. Next on the okay, list. Okay, that sounds good. Thanks for filling me in, and uh, keep up the good work. Yeah, man, thanks for question. Thanks for calling. MDS, everyone. Fantastic. So, um... Yeah, they're they're gonna just end up. So, do these people that have to close their dispensaries now? They can still be caregivers, right? They just can't have the storefront, or is uh, I don't are know. they done all together? I don't think Calif. I think California. They could probably still be caregivers, but I'm not sure if California is like Montana, where you know you can. I mean, I honestly haven't sat down and read all of California's laws. Right. It says they rejected that argument about you know being prohibiting them from being located within the thousand feet of sense of use stuff uh saying because patients can grow their own marijuana and an estimated 137 shops will still be allowed to remain open at least temporarily blah, 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 uh there was no reason to issue an emergency order stopping the city from implementing the law i believe access to medical marijuana is supposed to be limited the judge said it is not supposed to be freely available on the street to anyone who wants it that was the intention of the people you know not like the one in four of your high school kids that are doing pills. It's not supposed to be like that, right? Right. Only only a, a very limited number. Uh, he said, however, that patients may have grounds to ask for an injunction based on their privacy rights. The city ordinance says police will be able to obtain patient lists and doctor's recommendations without warrant. The judge also denied requests from lawyers representing dispensaries to stop the ordinance, the lawyers had contended that their clients' rights as property owners and their due process rights would be violated when the city's law takes effect. And then we'll just wait till we vote on it and everything will be all good. So Right. Uh, you want to talk about Montel Williams? He's a pretty well-known well, pot I supporter. Was, I, yes, he is. And I was actually really act pretty impressed with um, just him and the whole situation. He was at... A um a conference in Maine, right? And he actually during during while he was talking started talking about how much pain he was in. Right, he has what MS? Yeah, he has multiple multiple sclerosis. Right, right. And while he was talking, he actually um was started crying about how much pain he was in, and a sheriff sitting in the audience encouraged him to use his medicine, and Montel lit up right there. Was it, like, all, like, dramatic? He's like, no, I'm so sick, I can't do it. 
and like the people in the crowd are like, just light it up, Montel. Use your medicine. He's like, no, because that would be illegal and I can't do it. And, and then a cop stands up and he's like, just use your medicine, Montel. And then everyone stands up and holds hands. So they're like, just use your medicine, Montel. And he's like, I'm so sick. I'm going to do it. Can we film oh, a reenactment? So, what? Can we film a reenactment? Yes. I want not right like now. That? <laughs> that would but be awesome. I want to film a reenactment of how it went down. Of how it went down because that is the most amazing heartfelt thing you have well, ever thank you. you have ever laid out there, Matt. Juilliard. Yes. 4 years I studied. Total four years. total Spielberg stuff and I'm I know. That actually, I hope that's how it went. I, I'm pretty sure that's how and it I'm went. I'm sure if Montel there, had it laid out like that, if too. If there were TV cameras there, that's exactly how it went. He, so, well, that's cool. It, is Maine a medical state? It is. Okay, so Kinda, cool, cool yeah. then. Right on. He it did is. it on TV and stuff. What? Good for him. So, and the last story, uh, I think, before we the call it The last story evening, is another angry-fying one. About the firebombs? Uh, this is one you found here. Billings. Billings, I expect more from them, almost, you know? It's like, I understand here in Kalispell things like this happening because most of our population is, like, church-loving, can't really think for themselves, don't really want to, you know, kinds of people. But Billings, you're so progressive and advanced technologically. I expect so much more. They, You know, you would think that... <sighs> I, I don't know. I don't get I don't get how what everybody's doing. You know, Billings has all this stuff happening there and they've but they've got the Mormon moms that are crying. Belgrade and Great Falls, they just went and all out banned it. Have you heard it's of anybody ridiculous. have you heard of like the mob mentality in Belgrade? Has it gotten like no. really, really mean there? That's has so there been great. murders there? Fire bombings, GTA three style. Yeah, it, but Belgrade so, bans it. Kalispell, they they banned the medic the land use for medical marijuana. Then bottom line, they just say, Okay, you guys abused it, now no one gets medical, and we say you can go F yourself and go back to the way it was. And then nobody makes money. How's that sound, city? We could just do it that way. You want to get all Wild West Underground on that rear end? Well, you I'll know, the it. thing that really, really peeved me about the Belgrade thing is that 80% of the people that went there to speak out against the ban, or to speak out against the ban, you know, I mean, 80% of the people that were there were pro-marijuana. Right. Yet the band still went forward. They're like, wait, sorry, what? We didn't hear you? Oh, over 80% of you spoke in favor of the industry? I'm sorry. We don't listen. We're actually concerned with what that 20% minority wants. That's how this works. Yeah. Thanks, Belgrade. Apparently, Thank you. that's all they care about. And it's the same thing. You know, Kalispell had the same thing happen. I was at the city council meetings for that. Right. And everybody was explaining how important it is. It's not that, okay, yes, we understand. The caregivers that are currently functioning don't have to shut down. That's not what gets me angry. That's not the point. You're taking something away from people, and right. you're hoping in a couple years no one will be there anymore. And that's totally not... We were there before this. How are we not going to be here after it? Do they not understand that? It's insane. I mean, the... It's insanity. The city it's complete and utter space madness. Well, and then to sit there and listen to the city council members talk and to realize that 
they have never actually looked into the issue themselves. They're no, just getting they're told just, this stuff exactly. by third-party people. They probably Googled marijuana. <laughs> I'm an adult, and I don't like thinking for myself because I'm an American. Thanks. Yay. So they said they took the council, the t- they, they took the comments under advisement of, you know, all of us want this to pass, and 80% of us and 54% of us said yes back in 04. They took all that stuff under advisement. advisement. They voted 4-2 to two in favor of the ban. So did it- you or did you not? You went with that 20% then. Oh, yeah, they did. And that's not how it's supposed to work. No. Aren't you supposed to go with what we want or well, the majority? I'm, I'm pretty sure Democracy that when you're su- majority, when when you're supposed to be the voice of the people, you might right. actually want to voice what the people are thinking right. or saying. And you do that by taking polls, and then you go with the majority, right? That's how we do it. We vote on stuff. Yeah, I mean they over they don't and over and over and over again. Oh, you're killing me. <laughs> It's just moral decision after moral decision. That's all it is. So then what? We'll just get one that says, well, we're going to not ban it. Who wants that? Okay. Well, now it's not banned. So there. How much money did you guys waste? Because <laughs> there's so much we did. Oh, man. People. The council's vote nearly mirrored one on May 24th by the Belgrade City County Planning Board, which opted to recommend an all-out ban of commercial marijuana purveyors in the city limits and in a one-mile zoning jurisdiction around the city. Because uh, apparently everybody has a donut they get to control outside of the parameters of their actual area. Where's my donut that I control? I want a donut. I want a donut. I want a I jelly donut monkeys. to control. I want a donut. That's so silly. Like, and you know, is it like part of the city where they live and like their house is at the end? And it's all like our house is the biggest house because we control this land. There's this probably, land is mine. There's probably some like older guy that lives on the outside of the out of town. It's on Edward the city hands. And he's like, but if you do that and just push them back 500 feet, they can still come out by my house. What yeah. are you going to do? It's like we're, we're not even like wandering anywhere near your dumb house. Go away. Um, about a dozen people, mostly caregivers, told the council not to ban the substance. Some said sensible regulations are appropriate, but one argued that an all-out ban of the commercial pot trade would force patients to find black market providers. That's what they want. That's why they keep banning it. So that they can lock them up and make money from fines, right? Why else? We're not hurting anyone. You just want it. Just be honest. How much money will it take? We'll see what we can do. Right? How much are you making arresting us and fining us? We'll double it. Is that cool? No, we'll triple it. Is that cool? Like, how much could you? That's so silly to me. The more of us you put in jail, the less of us are going to be out there working and making this city move forward. So unless you want to do it, which I doubt that you know how or even want to, stop putting us in jail. They they don't realize that without us, a lot of things would stop. It all comes crumbling down. Do you want to be responsible for that? You can't come to us when it's too late and when we're all sitting in jail just like talking about how pissed we are that we're sitting in jail and you guys are like, we were wrong. It's apocalypse now out there. Save us, Matt and Sandy and everyone that smokes pot that we put in jail. 
save us. The pharmaceuticals have taken over. Yeah, right? It's zombie apocalypse because you put everyone that smoked pot in jail. Thanks. Yeah. I am. That's not a world I want to live in. Uh, Zombie apocalypse? I mean, I have my kit just in case, as I'm (laughs) sure you all do as well. Uh, yeah, zombie I'm prepared. That's I'm right. totally prepared. But I don't want to see that happen. I mean, I do, but I don't. Well, I mean, you know, I really do, but not normal, this way. Normal, const- normal has the figures on their site. And, you know, if they were to stop putting people in jail for marijuana, they would save like $15 billion. That's true. You wouldn't need all that extra space. A year. A year. A year. How much a year? Fifteen billion with a B, right? B. That's so horrendous. It's tarted. Some caregivers talked about the economic impact medical marijuana has in Belgrade. Commercial grower Les Chomberg says he has invested more than two hundred thousand dollars into his business, housed outside the city limits, but in the One Mile Donut area. He says he employs fifteen people there. That's so awesome. That's like a good op. Like you're, you have jobs for 15 people. You're making money. He is doing what America, I thought, Build was America, supposed right? to be about. Yep. Isn't that what the people did when they came over on boats? Putting money into it. They started up little companies and hired people right, and got they started bigger. It. You wanted us to like start businesses that were clever and make money doing it and then put some of that money back into the community and that's called economy, right? Heaven okay. forbid some in- unemployed people stop living off the state uh, because they can't get a job elsewhere. Don't do it that way, though. Oh, Robert Carpenter no. told the council that his business employs 22 people, so meh, and that he pays <laughs> state and federal taxes on top of spending money in the city for supplies and wages. He said no local jurisdiction that approved medical pot has lost any kind of federal funding, as members of the planning board feared. They're using the exact same excuse that they use here at our city council. That's uh-huh. weird. Do we have donuts here? Not in Kalispell, Not but yet. Whitefish has donuts. Weird, huh? Whitefish has a one-mile donut that they're trying to extend to two miles. Whoa, Greedy. Hey. Hey, Greedy. That's not your land. I'm sorry. You're I, not the king. I don't... I I wish I could go home tonight and say, okay, this is my house, but you know what? I need more yard. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just taking... Gonna take it. I'm taking my neighbor's part right. that they don't have fenced in because, you know, if you're not going to fence it in, it's not yours. It's mine now. It's mine. I built the fence, so meh. I have a donut now. Now I have a whole block. Mine. This you is my kingdom. You can't complain about my kids being there. That's right. This is my kingdom. I own they your house. They wouldn't let me do that, but our city council can't? Right. That's okay. How nutso is Thanks, that? Thanks, guys. And then, I mean, if you're going to do it, okay, but do what we say. You're totally doing the opposite. That's not cool. Uh, two, two people spoke in favor of a ban, one on moral grounds, and another who said, <laughs> can you speak about something that has scientific logic? On moral, I mean, I guess you can, right? Like, let's not clone right now, maybe, because we don't understand the full ramifications of it. But, like, it's pot. You're you're going the moral route, really? 
That's weak. Well, you it's know, a weak sauce. Well, actually, it's all they're left with because it's still a class one oh. federal drug, and it's not allowed oh. to be um, actually like experimented with. So and you tested. don't, you don't actually have any like logical arguments against it. So you'll take the moral yeah. by default. Okay, well that makes sense. That's that's how they play. I mean, if I didn't have anything, I'd just call it faith and be done, right? <laughs> I mean, we've seen it before, am I right? Uh, Charles Thomas, owner of USA Medical Cannabis in Belgrade, said he wants to help find, quote, a solution that's best for the community. But Mayor Russ Nelson said banning commercial pot might leave Thomas with a monopoly since his store on West Main Street in Belgrade will be grandfathered in. Well, then don't ban it and let other stores move in. And that solves the monopoly He's problem. He's concerned about monopolies. I hope he doesn't use right. Microsoft on his computer Good at all. Good lord. Good lord. <laughs> I mean, let's be fair hey, here. San- Sandy. What? We're using Microsoft here. Well, if you're going to... I'm not speaking Weird, out against right? monopolies. <laughs> Interesting. I at least know that if I'm going to do something, I got to keep it across the board. I can't you favor get a one Mac thing over the if other. You wanted to be a pretentious D-bag and... If I had the money. <laughs> Afford one, I guess, you know. <laughs> so uh, the councilman, one of them, John Youngberg, disagreed. He says, quote, we've heard from four caregivers in the Belgrade area. How many storefronts businesses do you need? In the end, Youngberg and council members, Tudor G, Mark Kreiner, and Brad Cooper voted for the ban. Councilwoman Connie Campbell and Ann Conetop voted against. Woo! Way to be a woman! I know! Yeah! Look at this! Guys, nice job. Way to up to the man. Jeez, way to let us down. So much for having any cojones. You know what I mean. So, all right, well, fantastic. I think that's gonna about do it for us here for the third episode. You got anything else you wanted to mention before we call it a night? I think that that's about it. All right. So, of course, 406-204-4687. You can always leave us a message or email info at hotboxpodcast.com or use the contact form. We got a Twitter. We got a Facebook group. We got a MySpace. Do we have a MySpace? I'm working on F MySpace. That's what I say. (laughs) I know. I don't have enough time for MySpace sometimes. I know. I'm sorry. Me and MySpace broke up. I just don't have the time for this anymore. So... All right, well, the next show will be, of course, Tuesday, every Tuesday. Tuesday, Same time, you know, hotboxpodcast.com slash live. If you miss a live show, you can go back and watch it there uh, on the cam. You can see cam one. So thank you guys, of course, everyone that joined us tonight. Montana Connect and D-Bud and Burger and Firesong and Ham Ham and all you guys. Love you. And uh, we'll <laughs> see you next Tuesday. Peace. If you like you we, like we, this we, is where, this is where, where you, you need, need to be. be. <laughs> if you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to Hot